From Washington, this is the CQ Budget Podcast, your leading Capitol Hill source on how Congress allocates federal taxpayer dollars. I'm David Lerman, your budget tracker and editor of the CQ Budget Newsletter. And joining me today is Kelly Madrick, who covers the appropriations process for CQ. Welcome back, Kelly. Always fun to be here. Well, this is do-or-die week for Congress in its efforts to pass spending bills on time. All current funding runs out Sunday as the new fiscal year, fiscal 2019, begins on October 1st. Now, some partial progress has already been made. President Trump on Friday signed a $147 billion spending package, which contains three of the 12 annual bills that fund the government. Those are the Energy Water, Military Construction, VA, and the Legislative Branch Bill. And that's the first time in a decade that a quarter of the annual spending bills have actually been passed into law on time. But those were arguably the least controversial of the 12 bills, and the big battles come this week. The House plans to vote on a package containing the two biggest bills of the year, funding the military and the Departments of Health and Human Services, Education, and Labor. And the measure contains a continuing resolution, a stopgap, to extend current funding levels through December 7 for any federal agencies that don't get their full-year appropriations passed on time this week. But Trump called the package ridiculous. So, Kelly, what's going on? That's right, David. I think that uh, President Donald Trump is doing what we've seen him do multiple times, which is kind of politicize the run-up to a spending bill deadline to try to kind of emphasize what he wants politically. And so while there's broad support for this two-bill package, which already passed the Senate overwhelmingly, Trump is really upset that it doesn't include money for his desired border wall between the U.S. and Mexico. Additionally, Congressional leaders have been signaling that they're going to punt on this House Homeland Security bill, which would fund this wall, that uh, this border wall that the president wants. But if you think about it, it's not a vote that lawmakers really want to take before the midterm elections. And so it makes sense that, that the Congress is kind of moving to postpone this debate. You can tell because this Homeland Security bill is not part of any of these spending packages that are currently under negotiation. It would be really, you'd be hard-pressed to find any way of putting this Homeland Security bill on the floor of the House or Senate before Sunday. So it really depends. They want to punt it till after the elections. Trump is eager to get the border wall money now. That's why he issued that tweet. You look at that, and it's hard to see how that's not more than just paying kind of lip service to a campaign promise, because... President Donald Trump is not the one who sends himself legislation. That's Congress. And they have... Uh, signal time and again that they don't want to touch this border wall issue right now. And this spending package itself, it seems like there's broad support for. The Senate passed it overwhelmingly last week. So the House, we think, is likely to adopt this package, right? Likely to adopt. There could be some inter-party kind of disagreement uh, between Republicans where conservatives might try to extract some kind of priorities for some future legislation. That's something they tend to do with these must-pass vehicles. But again, this is something that satisfies satisfies both Republicans and Democrats. Republicans, typically their biggest ask is the defense spending bill, and typically Democrats want to see labor HHS education enacted. 
So putting those two together right. into a yeah into a CR is a good way to get a lot of people on board. So the big question is Trump going to veto it and force a partial government shutdown? I think that would be, I mean that would be something we haven't seen. Even though the president says he's upset that he doesn't want the wall, it would be that pretty. He wants the wall. Or yeah, that he wants the wall. It would be pretty outrageous to see him veto a resolution that would keep the government running when his party is in control of Congress and the White House. And so, you know, he has a history of making these veto threats, but just like in March when Congress passed the fiscal 2018 omnibus, he threatened to veto it, but then he signed it um, just hours later. This is this is one of those moments where I think uh, on the executive branch level, this is really coming down to the wire, and we can't really predict, but if past history is any guide, it probably is going to be just like the previous instance where there's a lot of talk, but at the end of the day, we keep the government open and keep things running. Okay, so this may be par for the course for the president, who is, who has yet to issue any vetoes during his presidency. So the package may actually become law this week, and if it does, it's something of a milestone in this broken appropriations process we have, isn't it? I mean, this would be the first time in 22 years that the five spending bills have become law on time, which means before the start of the fiscal year, which is October 1st. That is, if he signs this continuing resolution. Right. I think every year in the run-up to this continuing resolution gambit at the end of September, there can, there can be at the last moment, if lawmakers can't reach agreement on this larger appropriations package, they could just pass a small stopgap, keeping everything running. But this you would know. actually fund five regular spending bills on time. Mm-hmm. If they were so. to pass defense and labor HHS with the CR, that would be five whole bills, yeah. which is almost half of the slate, uh, way more than, than a typical appropriations year, especially in recent years. And we talked in last week's podcast about what these giant bills for defense and health care and education contain. But there's another four-bill spending package being negotiated probably as we speak. So what's going on with that one? People are still holding out hope for this four-bill uh, appropriations package, which contains the fiscal 2019 agriculture, financial services, interior environment, and transportation HUD bills. But there's a lot of f- policy riders and also fights over various environmental provisions, including, you know, um, in interior, there's a lot of stuff related to endangered species protections, land management, all kinds of stuff. There's also some some little hot spots, like, for example, you know, there's a fund in the House bill of the financial services bill of this fund for America's kids and grandkids, which is supposed to hold a certain amount of money in that bill, kind of unspendable until the deficit is addressed in a certain way that Republicans prefer. That's really opposed on the Senate side, um, but it's seen as like a making a statement on the nation's uh, spending issues. This is a $500 million fund that could never be spent because the deficit won't be eliminated in, in time to spend it, right? And yeah, I mean, it would cause, it would require major policy changes that have nothing to do with appropriators, but it's it's kind of something that the the House is sticking out there as kind of an example of how they're fighting against, uh, you know, problems in government and Congress. But again, it doesn't really do anything because it wouldn't spend any money from the fund unless they actually address the deficit. There's this fight over a pay raise for federal employees, which has more support in Congress than it does the White House. And there's also little, little smaller fights on agriculture, for example, like There's a fight between the House and Senate on a provision related to allowing horse slaughter or the processing of horse meat. 
there's there's also an issue about these meat-like products of of meat cells that are grown in a lab and whether the USDA or the FDA should have kind of primary oversight over these things. So there's some there's some broader fights and there's some very all kind these, of micro all these policy fights that really have nothing to do with actual spending levels but become part of this mix and and can tie up a spending bill. And you look at these four bills and these are some of the most frustrated spending bills in Congress in the in recent years. I mean, interior, transportation, HUD, agriculture, all of those in recent years have been pulled from either the House or Senate floor because of controversy related to procedure on those bills. It really depends on whether the House has the the House and Senate have the energy to bring these four bills across the finish line. Even if they don't, they can point to a significant amount of work they've done in the past. Um, in an effort to try to get the president to sign a stopgap uh, before the elections. But, um, you know, it really comes down at the end of the day as to whether President Donald Trump wants to sign that stopgap or not, and Congress is going to have to react accordingly. So if they can reach a deal on that package, we could see that come to the House and Senate for votes this week very quickly. We'll be watching, and CQ will be covering it all for you. My thanks again to Kelly Madrick, our education, our appropriations reporter, for joining me. Thanks, Kelly. Thank you, David. And thank you all for listening. I'm David Lerman, your CQ Budget Tracker. We'll be back next week. Until then, you can stay up to date by subscribing to the CQ Budget Newsletter. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and rate us on iTunes or check us on Spotify, Stitcher, or NPR One. And for more budget news, you can subscribe to CQ.com or visit rollcall.com, or find us on Twitter. The handle is at CQNow or at Roll Call. See you next week.